Good day and welcome to Partake. Welcome back to Scriptural Delights, our series going through the wonder that is Psalm 119. Here is our eighth podcast. Today we look at the sixth of its 22 letters, War. Verses 41 through 48. Let your loving kindness also come to me, Yahweh, your salvation, according to your word. So I will have an answer for him who reproaches me, for I trust in your word. Don't snatch the words of truth out of my mouth, for I put my hope in your ordinances. I will obey your law continually, forever and ever. I will walk in liberty, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your statutes before kings and will not be disappointed. I will delight myself in your commandments because I love them. I reach out my hands for your commandments, for I love, which I love. I will meditate on your statutes. Thank you, Sandy. Well, we're a quarter of the way through this series, and it may be good to have a recap of what the psalmist has said so far. It's also a natural place to have a recap, because it is as if the psalmist is also doing it. The reason I say that is because each verse starts with and. That isn't seen in our modern translations, but if you get a copy of Young's literal translation on the web, you will see it. In the previous section, the psalmist declares the amazing blessings of God, the faithful promises of God, the total obedience demanded by God, the reviving testimonies of God, and then the glorious teachings of God. God's word is utterly amazing and shown to be a breathtaking adventure. And after all that adventure, it's like this recap point is a love letter back to God. And these eight verses are are a response to the love of God and his word. The psalmist starts out by praising God because God has promised him salvation. God's promises are true, kind, and unfailing. God is mighty to save, and saves mightily. If God has said it, he will do it. But how does God promise salvation? So his unfailing love, kindness, and tender mercy, which is why the psalmist puts the cause before the effect. Salvation can be attained by no other means, but only through God's mercy and grace. God's twin actions working in unison. Next, the psalmist deals with those who disagree with God's plans and promises. What happens when scoffers come to taunt? Well, the psalmist in verse 42 deals with them by replying that God's word is true, he is trustworthy, and his word never disappoints or dismays. Scoffers can come from within the church as well as those outside. Doesn't matter a jot. God's word is still true, not blindly trustworthy, but verifiably trustworthy. It can be verified evidentially and experientially. And so enamored is the psalmist with all the facets of God's word that he never wants the truth to depart from him, and he wants always to speak God's truth. Wow! His heart is full of desire of God and for God, that he cannot help but talk about God and God's mercy and grace. Due to salvation, the psalmist hope is in God alone, 
and because of that hope he will be obedient to God in all ways forever. And from the obedience that is the outworking of his salvation, the psalmist can walk through life safely and freely. When troubles come to ensnare him, he'll be able to deal with them effectively because his mind will be controlled and his demeanour or manner calm. God will guide through the storms and harassment as the psalmist studies and recalls God's words. And being in possession of God's wisdom in dealing with troubles, the psalmist is again free to speak about them to anybody, even kings. Not only against the scoffers will he speak, but even to leaders, all people. It is from the heart that he speaks without shame or embarrassment of God's mercy and grace as revealed in God's word. And why does he do this? He does this because again he loves to read and hear of God and God's commands in verse 47. This delight is an intense desire, an actively expressed love. And verse 48 shows the psalmist reaching out. He is holding his hands up and out in an act of reverence, prayer and worship. This act springs forth from knowing that when he reads, studies, cogitates, meditates and thinks of all of God's word, he is getting to know this God and Saviour better, much more intimately, and deepening his relationship with Almighty God. You can feel the exuding passion he has. There is a deep yearning from the psalmist to see how God reveals himself through the scriptures, the law, through his dealings with people. All this as a result of and, as he looks back on what he has written previously. Now to us. How are you doing with your Bible reading? How are you letting what you read permeate every facet of your life as you allow the Holy Spirit who lives within you to reveal God's commands and guidance to you? What are you basing your salvation on? Scripture says, Salvation is to be found only through God's grace and mercy exhibited by God the Son on the cross. Do not be fooled by scoffers or the enemy Satan into thinking otherwise. Delight yourself in reading your Bible and showing your salvation by obeying what God says in it. Speak freely of God and his dealings with you without embarrassment or shame. Know he is in charge and that he will help you no matter what you are going through or circumstances you find yourself in. Ask for help, and he will help. He has promised. He will do it.